0: Love Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's very special Good Friday, Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles Show. Let's let the music play us in and get us in a relaxed mind-body-spirit place, my friends. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's very special Good Friday, Friday Night Spiritual Night, The Crucifixion of Jesus Christ. What is it really all about? In the 90s, I began a Good Friday tradition of offering this powerful meditation with a foot washing ceremony, and we did it for friends and family and clients, and then I I had a second group that would be spiritual facilitators and religious leaders that would come together. One of those those special times, Elizabeth actually played her harp live for us. And for me, tonight is going to be one of the most special shows that I do. And there's going to be so much we've talked about in the last couple weeks, and there's There's going to be some emotion tonight and some love tonight and a very powerful meditation that we can join together now with people listening all over the world. And before we get into tonight's show, my friends, I've got to talk about the shows that we had this week. We started off on Monday with Love and Inspiration. On Wednesday, we had a very special show. If you have not had a chance to listen to it and share it with friends and family, the show's title was for the love of Ian. I was approached by friends and family of Ian, a beautiful, loving human being, who disappeared for five days and then was found dead. He disappeared from a—he's a veteran who disappeared on Veterans Day from a 49ers game. At the time, it made national news. There's an ongoing investigation. We've already had some people reach out, both to myself and the Investigator post our show, and that show is going to have part two this coming Wednesday. Where they're going to reach out to all of you that might want to join them as a community to bring this investigation and to bring justice justice for Ian. So please listen to that show. And I'm, I, it's not the typical type of show that we do, but it was an important show, and I am very humbled and was very touched that the family reached out and said, Charles, we need a podcast. We need a way to reach out to some people. And already that's brought in some awesome results. And we wish for all of you to listen to that show. There's a link on that show's description to Ian Powers' Facebook page where you can see all about the investigation, all about the case. And they're wanting your help. They're wanting you to reach out to friends and family that you may know that may be able to offer some help. And they want other eyes looking at this investigation and seeing what you see and what you know. So please help them if you can. And listen to that show. My friends, we have been on a journey. Last Friday, we talked about love and light versus hate and judgment. But this whole year, we've been on a journey of beginning to understand a little more about our spirit, a little bit more about our free choice, a a little bit more about the battle between love and light and hate and judgment and how it so profoundly touches all of our lives every day. (laughs) And tonight's show will tell us all more about love and redemption we are always redeemable, my friends. And that's part of the most hideous things that darkness, negativity, hate and judgment can do to your life is make you feel that you are less than and you are not redeemable. That somehow you cross some line in some way in some structure in somebody's mind that makes you a bad human, unfixable, unworthy of wholeness. None of those things are true. And before we get deep into our show tonight, there's a couple things I want to mention to you. Adam, who's been a big part of our show, he was an engineer for us on Wednesday's show, and he's going to be back with us this next Wednesday, engineering the show with a, both of this next Wednesday will be a call-in show as well, of oh, the Love of the In Part 2. And Adam had his art show today. Uh, the art is going to be up all month long at Shado Library. If you're here in the, in the Northwest, you can go see it. Also, he has a, a beautiful website, Diamond Artwork Collective, diamondartworkcollective.com. And if there's too much to write down, you just email us at our be at Gmail email and say, I want to know more about Adam's artwork throughout the month. His art's going to be displayed throughout the month. The money he raised from the sales of his art, which includes the actual art pieces, prints, magnets. There's all sorts of ways and all sorts of price points and ways that you can be involved in helping support Adam and his art. And this month, he is also giving from his proceeds uh, a percentage to the Jonas Project, which she really is close to and cares about, and they help with sex trafficking and and victims of sex trafficking. It's an amazing foundation. We're working with them to have them on the show in the future as well. So if you want to know more about Adam's artwork and you want to maybe buy a print and the prices can range from a dollar up, he's really got a variety of things that he offers with his artwork. And, and I bought a very beautiful magnet today that I thought my partner and I both were, really enjoyed that piece of art and we're and and i like the magnets so so there's many ways that you can help with that also elizabeth good beautiful music we have on the show she has an upcoming beautiful awesome wondrous sound experience that's happening at the gardenia center in sandpoint iowa iowa idaho not iowa sandpoint idaho On the 27th, between 6 and 7 p.m., if you'd like to know more information about that, same thing. Send us an email if they want to know more about Elizabeth's special sound experience that she's going to be offering at the Gardenia Center in Sandpoint on the 27th, which is a Thursday night here in the Inland Northwest. And two beautiful souls that touch our show and that celebrate with us. Our mission of helping you to relax your mind and body, let go of fear and judgment, and be with great joy all of who you are. And tonight, my friends, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, what is is it really about? And we're going to talk and share for a few moments, and then we're going to have a deep meditation experience. And over the years friends and family and started inviting more friends and family and when we first did our Friday night spiritual night show on a good Friday we had people for the first time that we, that we knew that were joining from all over the state and around the world and they had invited friends and family to join for this deep emotional guided meditation to connect with the Christ consciousness on this special day good Friday to walk with and feel who this awesome spirit is and was on that day. To experience spirit that came with the message of love, miracles and empowerment who on this day suffered, was humiliated and died. But we can celebrate as well the amazing love consciousness is still there and offers us all. No matter what your beliefs, The message and experience of an undeserved suffering humiliation with love, with connection, with sacrifice, and with promise for all of us is life-changing. And to understand the core message of Jesus was love. Anything I can do, you can do. You can heal the sick. You can walk on water. You can say to this tree, move from here to there. And if you had the faith of a mustard seed, it would happen. You are that in control as a human and a mind, body, and spirit. That there are many things that you can do and you can understand and you can bring into awareness. And into reality by choosing love and life. And Jesus, throughout his life, consistently reached out to those who were the least, to those who were the most judged, to those who were the most hurt, and said... These beautiful souls, these amazing souls, transformed with love, healed with love, made whole with love, will bring wondrous things into the world. Jesus' main message was love yourself and love others. We were challenged to love those that were the most challenged to love the same that that Christ consciousness, that love consciousness loves, the same that the creator loves. And the story of forgiveness and redemption is all over today. Because throughout the time that things went from good to bad for Jesus, he was consistently saying, forgive them. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Probably the hardest concept for all of us is forgiveness. Forgiveness for ourselves as well as other people in our lives. Forgiveness for those that may have, again, know not what they do. That's why we have to let go of judgment. Because we can discern that somebody's in a hateful place or someone's got a lot of negativity going on or someone's making a lot of poor choices for their life and their experience. And we can offer love and light. What we can't do is judge them for it. Because we haven't walked in their shoes. We haven't experienced what they've experienced. We don't know their intention. And we can't. And here, whether you see Jesus as a prophet whether you see Jesus as the synagogue, whether you see Jesus as a cumulative experience. In other words, there were, I know people that believe you know, there maybe wasn't one Jesus, but there were many and they were kind of combined into one. <laughs> whether you see and understand the idea and message of Jesus is something, maybe you're of a different religion or a different belief system you can still acknowledge this individual in this spirit, right? There was a soul there. As my beliefs and experience have evolved over the years, I've come to find, and we talked about it in our Songs of Arcuriens and Patricia Prairie episode, and, and I've talked about it in other ways, and I've shared it with clients, and I had a client just recently that shared with me during our guided meditation, feeling themselves in the arms of Jesus. In the arms of that love energy. And I've learned that that love energy, that consciousness of love energy, is universal. is dimensional. And we learn through Patricia and her work with these songs of Archerian's books. And we've learned through so many, I've learned through so many dimensional connections and awarenesses in my life that that love consciousness is known throughout the universe. And I believe that that love consciousness may, you know, may have been the same, the same consciousness that was Buddha, the same consciousness that was Jesus, may have come and been that same consciousness many times, or those individuals were connected to that same consciousness, that same awareness, that same love and life. And we got to remember that Jesus went around doing things like hanging out with the lepers, hanging out with the least of these, going into towns, and and he would point up and say, you know what, that's who we're going to hang out with while we're in town. And and the disciples and people around him would say, oh, boy, Jesus, you just, nope, (laughs) no, Jesus, you picked the wrong dude. That guy is a tax collector. He's a bad dude. No one likes him. He's deceitful. He's mean. And there's no reason to... Yeah, no, Jesus wrong dude, wrong guy. And Jesus turned to all of them and said, My eyes connected with his eyes, my soul connected with so his soul. He is not that person anymore. Why? Wow. What happened? What happened in that connection? When Jesus, this at the time, major prophet, major being of love and light, major, you know, spiritual celebrity traveling the land, looks up for just a moment and connects eye to eye with this described little man. Was very short, may have had some physical condition that made him very short. So he climbed up in that tree to look because he wanted to get a look. He wanted to see the person that everyone was talking about that he'd heard about. And then in a life-changing moment, that being, that soul, that human, mind, body, and spirit looked up, connected eye to eye. What could happen in that simple moment? That the love prophet, the love consciousness of the universe looked eye to eye without saying a word. Shared the experience and connection, heart to heart, soul to soul. He said, I love you. You're amazing, you're special, you're beautiful. You can be all of who you are. You don't have to be the person that all the rest of these people have judged you to be and defined you to be. And maybe in some ways you became it because that's what you thought you had to do. But that all ends in this moment. Not because I'm making you do anything, not because I'm giving you a list of do's and don'ts, but because I looked at you in your eye. With love. With compassion. With forgiveness. And you accepted that love in that moment. And it changed your heart. And we know that. Dr. Riot, she did change his heart. That. By the time Jesus made it to his house, his heart was already changing. He was surprising people around him because in the next few days, he was giving away, he had had squirreled away a bunch of wealth. He had taken things off the top for the taxes, he had cheated, he had lied, he had deceived He no longer did any of those things, not because someone judged him and said, you're bad about it, but because someone said, I love you, you're whole, you're an awesome person, go be the awesome person that you are, and he did. The life-changing moment was looking eye to eye. He wasn't used to people looking him in the eye. He was a shorter, very height challenged person. As a, as a height challenged person myself, I get it. But he was really height challenged. And he was really hated. People didn't look at him. People didn't talk to him. People were disgusted by him. Also in his time, from the time he was born, he would have been viewed as an abomination, as a punishment of God in some way. In one moment, I'd die. Heart to heart, soul to soul, change. That's the power that each of us has in our life. When we give someone a moment to speak their truth, to share their hurt, to share their struggle, or their frustration, and we allow them to do it with compassion and love, And with no ulterior motive, except to listen, except to understand, except to offer compassion and love. That's the biggest gift that the Christ Consciousness gave to each of us, is the ability to love each other, the ability to heal each other, the ability to bring peace to each other. And I know when it comes to physical healing, and I've talked so many times over the years, and I've been in some very personal moments myself, when I was praying or reaching out to to God and the Love Consciousness to bring a healing, to bring a change physically for someone who needed it the most in that moment. And and the hardest thing for many of us is when that doesn't happen in the way we factored to
1: because we know
0: that the power is there we also know from the moment we take our first breath we'll take our last that we, there's no praying to breathe forever in a human body our soul our consciousness is going to live forever but these bodies won't and i learned over the years in working with individuals beautiful humans and mind body spirits themselves that even from their Perspective from what they were going through and understanding their bodies, they were. They said, "Charles, you know, everyone's praying for me to be healing. Healing is no longer a thing. My body, this vehicle, is no longer healable. However, I can have peace. I can have a smooth transition. Pray for that. Hard thing to hear when it's somebody you love very much, but." as many of us have over the years, and, and I have been blessed and humbled truly to be, of all the works I do, there's nothing that compares a being with somebody, human or animal, because it's happened both ways, that is nearing that transition of letting go of their body and going into the light, of Letting go of this life, but taking with them all the emotion and experience and connection of this lifetime. And there's such a tie to today. Because what happened with Jesus, this wonderful person who is spreading all this love and light, spreading all this awareness, spreading all this knowledge that if we continue to work on our mind and body and spirit and allow ourselves to be all of who we are, we would, we would totally shock ourselves with the things that we could do with that. Came in to Jerusalem being celebrated. He'd been there before. He'd been there as a kid. He'd been there. But now he was coming back in. And by this point, his popularity and the and the sheer... Beautiful love energy that he was had grown and the crowds had become bigger and people just wanted to be around him because it felt so good. And we're told on that first day as he's coming in, even the children are running up to him. And again, the people, you know, the keepers, the people around him are like, hey, Jesus, you know what? You know, no kids, no kids. It's Jesus. He's busy. And he's like, nope, let him in. Because they get me. Because they don't have to think twice. They can feel the love and I can feel the love and they can feel the connection between each other. And if you, those famous words, if you have the heart and the mind of a child, you can understand me better than anyone. Because they can tell from the energy. From the love that I'm living and being and in and. In flowing from me. They sense it, they feel it. You can sense it and feel it too. And he spent much of his time hanging out with the lepers, hanging out with the people on the edge of town, hanging out with the people that have been deemed sinners of the time. And there are many things at that time and still in our time that you can be deemed a sinner about. And in his time, if you had any kids that had any type of mental or physical struggle, whatever, shame on you. God was punishing you. If badness befell your household in some way or some natural disaster took place and it damaged something that you had, God was punishing you. And there were lots of laws and things on the book and things that you had to do. If you walked too many steps, if you wore the wrong thing, if you ate the wrong thing on this day, if your family or friends... Failed to do this sacrifice or this thing, then you had to go and you had to get things right with the temple, and then you had to buy some stuff and do some stuff and and jump through some hoops, and then maybe just maybe things would be okay. And Jesus had spent his time going through and saying to people, no, these people that have leprosy, that's that's a disease, that's a that's something that's happening, and. And it has nothing to do with their souls or their hearts. We need to show them the best compassion and do the most for them. What you do to the least of these, you do to me and the source. What you do to the least of these, you do to me and the source. Because everything is part of creation. one is one of the beautiful ones. And then he comes into town, and he goes down to the temple. And one of the two times that we know that Jesus got mad, because you can be mad, sad, and glad in love, and you can be mad, sad, and glad in hate and judgment. Because you can be mad when you love somebody, and you're not communicating well, and somehow things are great, you can get mad about it. You can get mad when someone that you love so much gets taken from you at a moment that you feel, and I've worked with so many people that have had that moment of spiritual challenge because they really want someone to live or they really want something to happen. It doesn't happen quite the way they think, but as they grow, as they become aware, as they become more connected, they understand sometimes our prayers, sometimes our wants, Sometimes what we think is the best, especially when it comes to somebody else, isn't the best. Many times for ourselves. Well, there's been many times, and I there's an old country song, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Sometimes we pray for something or we think we're being led somewhere and we want this and this and this to happen. And then we realize fully along the way that, oh, boy, I'm glad. Okay, now I understand a little bit more. Now I'm a little more healed. Now I'm a little more aware. Now I'm a little more connected. Now I can understand more. And I realize, thank you, God. Thank you, Source. Thank you, Soul, for knowing that I needed to change my lens and my experience and my way of seeing it. And now I see, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to get here and knowing that I can, that it's going to be a little bit different than I first understood, but it's going to be awesome. And he walks down and he gets down into the temple. And what angers him? What brings Jesus to his angriest moment, which would lead to a prophesied demise? Walking into the temple. And seeing all of these tables and chairs and, and booze, if you will, in our modern day, where they were selling animals and they were selling, you know, all these fixes for your sins. All these ways that you might be able to ask for some forgiveness or you might be able to get yourself on the right path if you buy this money or you spend this thing or you do these specific steps in these specific ways. And and he went through the temple and he started knocking things over in the temple. Jesus started knocking over tables. And with anger saying, this is all wrong, this isn't okay, it has to stop. You have to stop telling people that being who they are is a sin. You have to stop telling people that they're all less than, and you, who are supposedly the religious leaders, who are supposedly the spiritual leadership and and authority are selling a bunch of snake oil and nonsense and putting money in your pockets and putting power in your, in your life, and you don't deserve it, and it's not real, and you're not sharing the message of God. You're not sharing the message of love. You're not sharing the message of acceptance. You're not sharing the message of what you do to the least of these, and you got to stop it. And it wasn't within a week things were going south. It wasn't the Roman leadership at the time that was had any problem with Jesus whatsoever. As a matter of fact, Pontius Pilate, who was would later be in a sense the judge of Jesus, his wife, was already a follower of Jesus. It was already a follower of love and light and that love energy and when the leadership of that spiritual movement at that time, and I know there's a lot of people, and I want to say right now, no judgment on anyone because I know there's people that use this happening to ramp up their attacks on our Jewish friends, our Jewish friends today and our Jewish friends then as far as the people had nothing to do with what happened next, a handful of leaders who were jealous and who were worried about losing their power and their money and their hold on people. Here was Jesus saying, "If you open your heart and you connect to God and you allow the love and the light and the source to connect with you and flow through, all's good. Just follow that." And they're like, "Whoa, that wait, that's going to change some things we don't like." You mean people can just connect with the love energy and then being in that love energy, just be awesome, connected human beings? No, that doesn't fit our business plan. And they're the ones that went to the ruling government at the time and said, you know what? We want this guy to go. And they're like, what? Who? That guy? Why? What crime has he committed? What has he done? According to Roman law, this dude's done nothing wrong and people seem to like him. What's, what's happening? And they literally begged him and said, no, you've got to do it. He's going to disrupt it. You let him go. Things are going to go bad. This has got to happen. You, this, is, this is a really, really bad person. And then in his own heart, in his own moment, he said, you know what? This can't happen. I'll tell you what I'm going to do.
1: I'm not. I'm not doing
0: this. I wash my hands of this situation. And he took one of the most hideous criminals of the time, a mass murdering person, and said, "Tell you what. Here's. We'll, we'll rig this game towards Jesus because I. I do not want this to go down. We'll rig this game towards Jesus. And I'm going to offer them." Do you want this guy to go free, this murderous, rampage person who is living darkness in the moment? Or do you want this Jesus to go free? Knowing and and hoping that the choice would be obvious and then this whole thing is over. But those same leaders, those same people in power whipped the crowd into a frenzy and made people believe and in that moment, they got people to cheer for this man to be released and for Jesus to be crucified. And just before all this goes down is when we come to the foot washing piece. The night before this all happened, with Jesus knowing everything that's going to go down and knowing that there's someone in the midst that is going to betray him, that he also forgives. He invites everybody together. They all know things are going bad, that at any time something's going to happen. And they invite him together. They invite everybody together. And then to their shock and dismay, for some of them until until Jesus got them calmed down, at a time when the mode of travel was sandals in the sand and walking, Maybe may it, maybe a it, but not, not much for traveling around. You're pretty much walking on your sandals, walking on your feet. And Jesus begins this gathering. By washing each of their feet. Something that at their time, as much as for many people in our time, would be an unimaginable nope, not do. know what's happening here. Washes each of their feet, including the person that he knew already was going to betray him. And he not only washed each of their feet, he dried their feet with his hair. And they were like, Jesus, what are you doing? What? No, man. You're you're this, this, and this. And he was like, oh, my. We've been together all this time and you still don't get it, do you? We're all the same. I came with this mission. I Yes, I'm a soul that came to bring this mission, but I came to bring this mission, this awareness, this understanding, so that each of you would get to understand that No, as a human, as in front of you right now, what I want you to understand is that we're all equally sons and daughters of God. And not only am I doing this for you now, I want you to do this in remembrance of this moment. I want you to do this for each other. And for me, when we did this coming together in this moment of, Spiritual experience with each other, and I knew that we did, we did this Good Friday meditation. I very I I grew up in a religion that did have the foot washing as part of its about once a quarter as part of their communion and part of their experience. And I have shared it with many different groups. I've shared it with pagans and and Wiccans and mixed religious groups non-religious groups and i've even had some non-religious or some pagans that say i don't quite get it or i'm not sure how i feel about it spiritually and i said feel about it as connecting with another human and saying i love you i care about you and we are the same because in the foot washing experience you would watch someone's feet, then they watch yours and then I have it in my office. If you've seen some pictures, sometimes it shows up, sometimes it doesn't. It's right in the corner. It's one someone gifted it to me, gosh, many, many years ago, <laughs> long before I even started my practice, but it's ended up in every single one of my sessions room, is the picture of Jesus in the garden. After the foot washing, after the Last Supper, after the sharing of the First Communion, Where again, it was, you know, this bread is my body, this wine is my blood. And it wasn't for some gory reason. It was for the reason of understanding we're inside each other. We're connected to each other. We have this spiritual connection in our hearts and our souls. And it's real and it's powerful. And it should be celebrated. And I have that picture of Jesus in the garden with an angel. Because we knew that Jesus was well aware of everything that was about to go down. And he was also aware that these were the last few minutes, few hours of peace, before everything in his world would change and his being, Jesus the human, was going to end. And he prayed in the garden, and he didn't pray. He didn't say, God, take this away. He didn't say, God, this struggle's too hard. This mission that I'm on, I don't think I can do it. I don't want to do it. There were moments, I'm sure as a human, that many different thoughts went through his head. But what came out of him was give me the strength to do what I need to do. Give me the strength to be who you brought me here to be in this moment. And I know it's going to be hard. And I know it's not going to be fair. And I know I don't deserve it. But I welcome it if it's my journey. I welcome the pain or the struggle or the true injustice of what's about to happen. And I accept it because it's part of my mission. And when we go on our missions of love and light and we connect with the people that we love most in our life and we, and we are bringing goodness into the world, we know especially today And I say especially today, but it's been around since the time of Jesus. It's been around before then. It's been around throughout history. We've talked about it last Friday. We've talked about it a bunch, about how in the name of Christ or in the name of religion or in the name of God, atrocities have taken place, burning each other at the stake, burning out of small disagreements of words. And there is going to be an example given to each of us in this moment, on this day. That when you stand up in real love and life, when you stand up for the actual Christ energy that says, do unto the least of these, who you are judging or discerning, and hopefully discerning, not judging, discerning to be the least of these, that's where you pay your attention. If you see people being mistreated, because of their gender, because of their class, because of their ethnic background, because of their religion or non-religion, or because of their sexuality, or because of anything else that makes them a beautiful, wonderful creation of human that you're going to decide just is a little bit less than, and you see in your world that that's what's happening, and that's how people are treating it, and that's how people are being. You can choose to be that Christ consciousness that lives love that lives joy that lives forgiveness because in that moment in that garden it wasn't just give me the strength it was also forgive those who are about to do things and throughout the next day when everything goes the worst that it could go for one of the best that there's ever been forgiveness was a theme forgive them for they know what not what they do Forgiveness for the person that betrayed him. Forgiveness for the people that were physically crucifying him. Forgiveness for the people that were next to him that each, by that time period, thought deserved to be there. And yet, even in that moment, forgiveness for them as well. Forgiveness. And the meditative journey that we're going to go on tonight, my friends, is a meditative journey of the next few steps. It's going to be emotional and heart to heart, soul to soul. Many times when I've done this meditation over the years with the friends and family that would come together and experience it together, there would be a lot of tears. Tears of sadness, tears for many of love, for many they shared with me experiencing a love and an understanding we've all had those moments in our life when our love, our mission, our awareness, our experience has been challenged or put down or judged. And the example that we're given in this story, in this moment, in this awareness, is that the one who was nothing but love, nothing but compassion, nothing but forgiveness, was in this moment, in this day, treated worse than Being honest about it, friends, any of us have been treated. We've had people take judgment against us. We've had people say bad things or do bad things. We've had people who were hurting lash out at us in ways. We've had people that didn't understand our experience or our love or our mission act poorly, push us down, maybe even hurt us physically, mentally, or spiritually. It wasn't this. What Jesus did on this day is take the worst of it for all of us. And to show to all of us that even at a time when we feel most challenged, most hated, most judged, most lost, we are redeemable. there is forgiveness, there is love. And being connected to that Christ consciousness, and we talked about it last week in love and light versus hate and judgment. When you stand out and you are that love and you live that love and your mission is that love, there people will know. And not by the words you say, but by the energy and the love that you're allowing to be and flow through all of who you are. And in the same way, if you're connected to that love, if you're connected to that consciousness, if you're connected to that energy, it becomes very easy to discern those that are acting out in hate and judgment and fear and deceit, no matter what name they put on it. And just like we talked about last week, one of the things, you know, is one of the things that I really, help the least of these, what you do unto the least of these, you do to me and you do to God. The other one that I've always held on to and always known and always been a part of my mission and a part of my being is Jesus' words that in the time of the end, and later later works on that translation is also end and or transition, There will most of the people, the majority of the people who come in my name will not, do not be fooled. They will be after that same power, that same prophet, that same intention as the people that Jesus went through the temple and tipped things over. They claim to be in the name of God. They claim to be in the name of of religion, but they were in the name of power in themselves. And he says, the only way that you're going to know the difference between the handful, the few that come in my name and come in the energy of love and come in the way of bringing healing to your life and wholeness to your experience is if you yourself have that connection. If you yourself are connected to love and light and to my energy, this energy of love that I'm offering for you to experience, then you will know. And even then, my friends, don't judge those who are acting differently. You can discern that they're coming from a space of hate and judgment or darkness or deceit. You can also love and pray for their awareness and their experience to change and their heart to soften and their mind to become aware you can still challenge them in the ways that I champion you challenging those who need to be challenged because if people are putting people down, if people are hurting people, if people are smashing someone in your reality or who they are and creating somebody, whether it's a group of people or an individual, this is the least of these. This is the one that needs your help the most. This is the one that needs your love. We can stand up and we can champion for the real love energy, for the real Christ that came to end the concept of sin. Because once you accept love into your heart and into your soul, what you do from that moment forward, flowing with that love, flowing with that connection to spirit, that connection to light, all goodness. Don't need to give you a list of do's and don'ts. You will instinctively feel through that love the choices that are right for your life for your mind for your body for your spirit and it may be different than mine and that's okay because we each have a different experience we each have our own connection but if that connection's in love and light it shows it's undeniable and it's beautiful and it's powerful and it's life changing my friends before we start the meditation tonight and we're going to let the music play us out when we start the meditation it's going to be a meditation spiritual experience for you to connect with the christ consciousness for you to experience to the degree that you can the experience of connecting soul to soul and before we go into that, I want to say thank you to Elizabeth DeFreyas and her beautiful music that we share on the show and I've shared throughout my time of being a mind-body-spirit practitioner, facilitator. I've always had her beautiful music. One of these, one of these days, we're going to get her on live and we're trying to figure out that, but until then, we get to have her beautiful music in this way. Thank you, Elizabeth. And you know what else she does? Because she's loving life. She's beautiful. You can listen to her music anytime you want to at heart by elizabeth.com albums of her beautiful meditation music are there for you to listen to and experience anytime that you want to and there's a little tip jar there if you want to if you can she's totally go cool. you things are stuff for you right now but you need the music that's why she presents it that way she's also a mini streaming services so you can just copy your name, copy and paste your name into your search on your streaming service and you may find our music there as well. And my friends, we appreciate each one of you that helps our mission, that helps our show. We are listener supported and we appreciate those of you that make a one-time donation. If we touch your hearts, if, we, if you feel that our mission is doing goodness out there for people with the meditations and spiritual experiences or they're bringing goodness to your life and you're in a place where you can and you can send an email to relax.go via Gmail and say, hey, Charles, I'd like to do a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Very easy. It's very seamless. And we thank you for it. And if you're someone who is listening and that's not something you can do, that's okay. That's 100% okay, my friends. The reason our mission and our, the reason this show is here is to provide an experience when you might need or want or desire it at a time when you need it the most. And that's why we're here. And we know that a lot of those times it's going to be at a time when you might be going through some struggle. And that's okay. We're here for you. Nothing to worry about. (laughs) Because I've had friends that are like, you know, I wish I could or I'd like to. Nope. Throughout my practice, throughout my workshops, retreats, everything that I do, I have always had working partial and full scholarships and different ways that people could participate which fit their budget or their needs at the moment and my friends it's always it's what what you give comes back so if you're in a place where there's nothing you can do right now except listen and and have an experience and bring some love and light into your life then that's beautiful and enjoy My friends, tonight I'd like you to relax and we're gonna go on a journey together. And for some, there might be pieces of this meditation, pieces of this connection that could be a little hard at times. Judge for yourself the degree in which you let go and feel and experience as we move through. And allow yourself to get comfortable and relax to think for a few moments maybe there's some of the words we shared today brought some awareness brought some experience into your life reminded you of times that as you've stood out in love if you've done the right thing as you've followed your guidance from God your spiritual knowing or awareness that it's been challenged or you've been put down or You've tried to share your spiritual experiences and people that haven't experienced that have judged you or pushed against you in some way you're not alone and we know that jesus was in that garden and he was praying he was saying god give me the strength <clears throat> to follow through on this mission to be all of way came here to be. So as we start a meditation, our experience, I'd like to share that prayer as we begin that journey. Your most awesome, beautiful, amazing spirit, God, we ask you tonight to be with us. The Christ consciousness, the love consciousness of the universe, we ask you to be present in our minds, in our body, in our consciousness, as we begin today. this journey of awareness and understanding and experiencing all of who you truly are to us and our world. And God, we ask in this moment that you allow each of us to get the strength and the wisdom and the peace that we need in our lives to be all of who we are. Give us the strength at the times when hate and judgment and fear and darkness cause us to be discouraged or lost or judgmental of ourselves or to see ourselves as less than, to see ourselves as not, we're not powerful enough, smart enough, talented enough to do the mission that you've called on us to do. But at the same point, we know our soul, we know our consciousness, we know our awareness would not be challenged with this mission if it weren't for us and we ask for your strength and your love and your connection in this moment to heal in us any of the places that we feel less than any of the places in our hearts and our souls that feel hurt any of the ways that we are experiencing judgment and hate and fear and deception we ask for your strength we ask for your healing we ask to truly be connected to your most loving and forgiving spirit in this moment and throughout our lives amen and allow yourself to be relaxed and comfortable to just let go for a few moments of everything else and just take a moment to experience deep relaxation and deep connection to your mind and body and spirit to that most awesome and beautiful soul that chose to be present with you in this life. And allowing yourself to feel the flow of energy and the flow of love and the flow of this beautiful light flowing into your mind and body, bringing peace and relaxation. Bringing healing into all the parts of your mind and body and spirit. Mm -hmm. Welcoming the love and the forgiveness. Welcoming the peace and relaxation. Welcoming the wisdom and the strength. Allowing yourself in this time, in this moment, to just let go and connect deeply with this beautiful energy, this amazing spirit. For a few moments, allowing yourself to feel that you are allowing your spirit, your heart, to connect with that Christ consciousness to sense and feel that you're sitting in this garden surrounded by all of these beautiful things and beautiful plants and beautiful beautiful earth creations are all around you and you're sitting here in the night and you're and you're praying and you're saying God I need your strength I need your wisdom I need you to bring to me the strength and wisdom I need to live your love, to be your love, to experience your love, to share your love. And I know and I'm aware of this moment that not always is everyone going to celebrate it. Some will be afraid, some will be in so much hurt or so much pain or so much darkness that they'll reach out against or they'll try to push down or they'll bring judgment and fear forgive them for they know not what they do. and give me the strength and the wisdom as a vehicle, as a mind and body and spirit of your experience of your love to truly be all of who I am And even as, things, <laughs> even as things become darker, the things become more challenging, I'll remember that I can connect to this love and this energy. And in this moment, I reach out to the Christ consciousness, to the Spirit, and ask you to bring to me the wisdom, the experience, and the connection to your love in this moment. And as that love consciousness As that beautiful human who had shared healing, miracles, and love for everyone he met, was captured and judged. He was then paraded through the streets with crowds who had been whipped into a frenzy by deceit, by hate, judgment and as we walk through this crowd his being his love his consciousness truly even in this moment having love and having compassion and having forgiveness for these people shouted at him as they spat on him, as they laughed and made fun of him and the love and the power and the wisdom that he brought. And as hard as it was for that spirit to see, to experience, hear those words the love was so strong that the energy flowing from him was love was forgiveness forgive them for they know not what they did as they pushed a crown of thorns into his head in mockery of his mission and his love them, but they know not what they do, and allow yourself to the degree that you can let go, to just experience in a moment what it felt like to be so wrongly judged, to have a mission of love and a mission of light and a mission of inclusion and a mission of empowerment, distorted and turned against you. To know as you're walking and you're going through and you're connecting with this energy that physically, physically your mind and body are reaching their breaking point. You've been whipped. You've been beaten. Physically, so much near the end that you can no longer carry this cross that's been placed on you to carry this cross. I said, this cross of judgment, this cross of deceit and hate, and as you're walking. You're finally stumbling because it hurts so much. And even though your spirit is strong within your thoughts and within your connection, your body is not. body is weary. And it's only your soul that keeps your mind flowing with this energy and flowing with this knowingness that Regardless of the judgment, regardless of the hate, you know who you are. You know what that love energy is because it's touched your heart and it's touched your soul. And it's what you came here to share. You walk a little bit further and watch. As a cross is pounded into the ground You lay there Before they put it up As they Pound nails into your hands And your feet The hands that heal the sick The hands that Touch the children welcomed them and said, here's love and these children, beautiful children, see me and know me and celebrate me. These hands that created so many miracles. These feet whose journey and travel and walking thousands of miles were to spread a message of love and light." We're now in this moment stopped. And allow yourself for a few moments to connect with that Christ consciousness. Because even as this Christ consciousness, this human that was his soul was having his hands and feet nailed and was having that cross risen, forgive them for they know not what they do. Love is that powerful. Love is that strong. Love is that inspired. It's easy to love when everything's awesome and everything's great. It's harder to love when things become a challenge. When things become rough. And he's on that cross, looked to his left and looked to his right and saw the people that were deemed criminals of the time that we might look at and judgmentalize and say well yeah they deserve to be up there but he didn't but guess what he said tonight you join me in my father's kingdom even in this moment this last moment of your life in a life that you've struggled in a life that you've had experiences that you may have had hurts and you may have had things happen that caused you to make some poor decisions in your life you are forgiven you also don't deserve this and allow you for a moment Allow yourself for a moment to feel the connection to love, the connection to this beautiful love energy. Allow yourself as hard as it is for a moment to imagine being present and looking up at this beautiful soul. This beautiful being of love and connecting eye to eye soul to soul consciousness to consciousness and experience the incredible love experience for a moment Jesus looking into your heart and your soul in this moment and saying my child I love you I hear you I bring healing to your heart to your mind to your body I wish for you in this moment to experience my love and my compassion and my forgiveness I challenge you in this moment To accept that love. To accept that forgiveness. To accept that healing. Maybe there's moments that you prayed and the prayer didn't quite come true. Maybe you've suffered some true suffering and struggles in your life that at times have made you feel abandoned by God, abandoned by love, abandoned by spirit. Maybe there were moments because of your experience that you reached out and you even raised your fist and said, God, why are you doing this to me? Or God, why did you take this beautiful person from my life? Or God, I don't understand what's happening. And you're forgiven. Allow yourself the healing in your heart and mind. The healing in your consciousness the healing in your body that you need to feel whole, to feel loved, to feel celebrated. Allow yourself to know that you are, my friends, an awesome and beautiful spirit, an amazing person. And if you struggled and you have had some hurt, you have had some pain, You've had some hate or deceit in your life. This is your moment. Let it go. Allow your mind, your body, your spirit to fill with that love, with that forgiveness. Allow yourself in this moment to connect with that Christ consciousness. that not just said but lived forgive them for they know not what they do maybe you feel like there's some choices you made in your life or sometimes that you're just you're like you don't get it Charles you don't get who I am I'm not redeemable my friends you are redeemable you're more than redeemable you are beautiful and whole it's just allowing yourself to see it Allowing yourself to experience it. Allowing yourself to know it. And let go of the sadness of this moment and celebrate the joy of this moment that that beautiful being that was all about love and light, all about empowerment, all about the miracles that we could learn to be part of. On this day... Showed us. Doesn't matter how other people treat. You. Doesn't matter what somebody else says. Doesn't matter. Somebody else has put judgment into your life. You can let it go. You can take a few moments and just be in this love, be in this energy be in this presence of this Christ consciousness and allow yourself to feel and sense and be in the love of this moment the love of this experience and allow yourself to feel, to sense to even see this beautiful loving energy melting away the judgment melting away the hate melting away that hurt. And allow yourself to feel and know the love that is always present, always connected, always right there when you want it the most, any time that you're feeling struggle or upset, any time that you're feeling negative or judgmental, any time that you're feeling less than, you can allow yourself to remember this love, to remember this moment, to remember this connection, Allow yourself to return to a beautiful space, beautiful garden. Allow yourself to connect with the Christ Consciousness in this moment and allow your soul, your consciousness, the very center of yourself to guide you to this beautiful place, this beautiful garden where you can connect soul to soul, consciousness to consciousness with the Christ consciousness. Allow yourself to sense and feel and see this beautiful garden forming around you. See a meadow, to see the beautiful flowers, to hear the sounds of nature. To sense and feel that everything around you is flowing with this love and this light, the air that you're breathing all the beautiful plants around you all the beautiful animals around you the beautiful sky because the most powerful piece of this message is that that consciousness of love lives That consciousness of love is present in our world, in our minds and bodies and souls. And for a moment, just allowing yourself to let go and be in this beautiful place. Allow yourself to see, to sense, to feel this beautiful garden around you. And this powerful energy closing in closer and closer. And allow yourself to sense and feel the Christ consciousness, the love energy being present with you in this moment. Allow yourself to see it, to sense it, to feel it in the way that means the most to you. The way that makes sense for you. Allow yourself to sense and feel this energy, this love this beautiful being of love and light, of awareness and consciousness, surrounding your heart and your soul and your mind and your body. Allow yourself for a few moments to spend some time in the arms of Jesus. Hear the words of this consciousness whispering into your mind Your heart and soul. You are forgiven. You are healed. You are touched by love. I love you, my friends. Allow your connection, your experience. You're one-on-one with the beautiful consciousness of God to be in this moment everything that you need it to be.